Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Post and Pints, episode 28, alongside Matt Drake, Kyle, and Alex. I'm Justin. Welcome to the show. Tonight, we're talking semi-final recap, Orlando's Cinderella story. I don't understand how these fucking guys are in the final. What the actual... F- uh, we're getting ready for the final on Tuesday. That's going to be a blast. Orlando, Portland. Uh, we'll talk about that as well, and we'll recap with uh, what's pissing you off this week. But before we start, as always... We go around the table, web chat circle, if you will, and uh, the streak is over. Your fearless leader, the host, is drinking a Big Wave Kona Brewery, one of my favorites. Applause, applause. Yeah, I do. I'm very proud. Very proud. Welcome back. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Welcome back. I've never been so proud of Justin in my life. It's the Look ball. at him go. Look at him chug that beer. Oh, my God. Look like a big boy. I'm a, I'm a real boy. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> Matt, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm I'm drinking plenty of things, but tonight I am drinking the Hustle Harder Seltzer from Departed Souls. One of my buddies hooked me up for my birthday and went right to the uh, brewery and got it for me. I've heard good stuff about that. It's a lot heavier than, like, White Claw. So, like, you think you can drink it like a White Claw, and then out of nowhere it, like, hits you like a wall, and you're just like, ooh, I got to slow down just a little bit. So, So how many have you had, Matt? Because you're, you're wobbling back and forth. Couch time soon? Um, <laughs> couch oh, time. Oh, I have the couch in sight. <laughs> get there, but it's there. Stumbling works. It's fine. Yeah. You crawl on the floor. Dre, what do you got? So, I just got back from vacation. That's why I was gone last week. And I actually was down in uh, southern Jersey, so I went to go visit a brewery on my last day there. Picked up a six-pack. So, I got myself some... Cape May Brewing. This is the Grove. It's a citrus shandy. So here we go. There it is. That's a good one. That was a nice crack right there. And it is just as delicious as the one I had yesterday. Yep. All right. Alex, did you mix anything up tonight? You got your Uh, little cup? What do you got? I am drinking... (laughs) This could be a good one. Drinking a mimosa at 8.30 at night. Oh, that's... uh, that's I had some leftover champagne. You know, walked over to the deli, got some OJ this morning, and uh, I've just been drinking this for the past couple hours. Good for you. Starts off any time of the day. Good for you. I you know it's it started as soon as I woke up. Oh, okay. Kyle, what do you got? I'm still on antibiotics, so I'm holding the streak down for you. (gasps) I got some high quality H2O. Oh no. no! Will that end by Tuesday's game? Uh, if I don't take them that morning, then yes. <laughs> I have to drink that episode. For the final, yes. For Wednesday's episode, I'm not so sure. Wow. I think we'll all just drink water. <laughs> we all right. Yeah. Well, you boys want to start off with the semifinal recaps. I'm kind of shocked a little bit, but not because a lot of you were putting down Portland to win it. And uh, was I the only person that voted in Orlando in? Yes. For Portland and Philly? No. because I yeah. Well, you guys picked those two teams. I picked Orlando. I think I was the only one to pick Orlando, right? You were. You were the only one who felt <laughs> like Cinderella's party was not yet over. Yep. <laughs> Gotta love it. The clock is not. I would have said draw, but you know, I can't obviously do that, so. Like, how do I choose a draw in a one-game knockout? Like, is that possible? <laughs> Nobody. 
nobody wins. No one loses. So what happens if the clock does strike midnight on Orlando? Does Nani turn into a pumpkin or does he just get suspended again? <laughs> D, all the above. No, he's got to go back to uh, the Turkish League. I, Ooh, I was I was going to say, be, being that he's carrying them, the entire team on his back, I'm going to say he's the pumpkin or the horse. I think what they should do is the winner of MLS Cup gets all the prizes like they've announced, and the loser has to now play for Dre's made-up Farmers League team. To help them. <laughs> I'll, I'll have an update for you guys later in the episode. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs> the saga continues. I'm telling you right now, it's those updates that keep me going through life. Like I have oh. wait, I have a. I have a fantastic idea that we're just going to say right here on the podcast. Why don't we have a podcast within the podcast and Dre just has the farmer's market podcast. Farmer's like market. Like <laughs> one, minute, one minute to talk about the farmer's market. Every yes. podcast. This podcast is wonderful. Justin, you make an intro for this. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> subtitles because we just do audio right now, but we definitely need with subtitles when he starts. Throw some, throw some music into there. You know, it'll be nice. There you go. Minnesota. Like, show up. What's going on? Dude, I'm telling you right now, man, Orlando. Like, is anyone just watch Orlando and, like, you're physically waiting for it to just not be good and then Orlando just continues to just be what they are? And then to turn it around, dude, Nani, oh, my God. This guy is playing off of his head. This is the Nani I remember watching all those years ago at Manchester United. I mean, it's 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 incredible, but really Minnesota just looked flat, dude. I think Minnesota thought Orlando's going to be a little bit, you know, and eh, we got this, we got this. But you know what? All for Orlando, dude. I mean, you knew when Nani put in that second goal, like Orlando meant business. And I think the fact that they are playing in their home state, I get that there is no home field advantage, but mm. Orlando's playing like. There are twenty thousand fans screaming for them. So Matt, let me let me come back to you with this because we all know that Nani's carrying that team on 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 his back, and even though Minnesota looked a little flat, they still got a, a score in on them, and Nani got two. What if Nani wasn't a thing? Do you think Orlando would be still just as good? Do you think they'd be this far in the tournament without Nani? No, not I, a shot. Not. I, a I think shot. it's all Nani. No, well, you know what? Here's the thing. I one hundred percent. But you're only as good as your strongest and weakest players. And if Nani, but this is the Nani that Orlando signed last year. They well, you signed, and Miller put a lot of uh, pull a lot of weight in those earlier games. It's not just Nani, but he's the. You have to remember the, the opening game of the tournament. Non that te- that game was tied. Nani put in a 96 minute goal to win the opening game of the tournament. So, from the first game to the most recent one. Nani has been like their knight in shining armor. He's he's he really rescued them and saved them every step along the way. I don't think it's just him though. I mean, Minnesota kind of made it through this tournament on set pieces, and that defense completely shut them down. No, and I and you had I do, thirteen corners and several free kicks, and absolutely nothing came of them. But you know what? I give that to Orlando. Orlando knew what they had to do. That's on what the I'm day. saying. It's not just Nani. Orlando's defense has been solid. But, like I was saying before, to answer Kyle's question, this is the person you, when you sign someone who's won Champions League trophies and they've won Premier League titles, this is who you expect to sign. When you sign a superstar, 
this is who you expect to come on all of last year. I'm not saying Nani was a disappointment, but he definitely did not hit the level that Orlando thought they were getting. This is the Nani Orlando thought they were getting a guy who's going to get you at least a goal or an assist within a 90 minute match. Someone who in crunch time, like Dre just said, 96 minute game winners. This is a guy, when it's the end of the game, he wants the ball on his foot because he wants to make a difference. And honestly, I get Alex, like, you know, if Nani was there, would they be successful? But he's there. I don't think he's there. I I just wanted to, you know, just look at it from the other other side. No, I 100% agree. But you know what? I chose Minnesota because I thought Minnesota just overall, they have, I believe Minnesota has better players than Orlando has. And I thought that would push Minnesota over the line. But I agreed like, with you there, hundred percent. But like I said, Minnesota came out like they were going to win this game, and Orlando is riding that little wave of it's us against the world. And you know what, dude? That's Congrats- Congratulations to Orlando, man. They deserve to be in this final. To go off that though, I don't think they came out like they thought they were going to win that game. They looked very unsure. They didn't have a single on-shot goal until near what the seventy-fifth minute. They came alive way too late. It worked for them, though. It got the, it got the job done. I didn't get to watch that game, but I saw some highlights, and oh boy, like when when they started going late in the game, they they wanted it. All I gotta say is ninety is thirty three, and I think he's got a, at least a couple more years of solid play. Oh yeah. So I think it's a, I think like Matt said, and uh, this team can go places. So. I'm definitely expecting Orlando to continue, though, this momentum back into MLS once it starts. Um, And because Florida has no rules and Florida doesn't care, Florida will probably be one of those states that has fans in the stands. And I I bet you it's going to be pretty hard to be one of the few people who is allowed back into that stadium. Road trip? No. (laughs) No. At least that's that's the good part. That's the good part about no fans allowed, though. If you jumped off the train to be go be a Miami fan and it didn't work out, you can just slink back in and nobody will ever know you were gone. <laughs> Unless you were dumb, oh, posted on Instagram all your new swag that you just picked. Put the black and pink down, pick the purple back up. <laughs> I was just trying it on for socks. <laughs> this is just all the fans just patiently deleting all their like, no, I, I, didn't, I was never a Miami fan. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> And put all these logos up with a flamingo. Uh, dude, you got a tattoo. No, no, no. I do. That's my lawn ornament, dude. It's just, I don't, I like that lawn ornament. I always wanted to get one of those. Think so, about the I'm guys so, that I'm got so, tattooed for that new team that isn't even around yet. Seattle Kraken? Oh, okay. the, no, there's the, the like an MLS uh, team that like just Charlotte got like a FC. club announced. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's oh. people already got tattoos and like, what if everything falls through? <laughs> I literally That's a hell of a story, then. I posted that on our social, like, the day it got announced and they officially came out with a crest, this guy ran to his local tattoo shop and got it tattooed on his calf. And I'm sitting here like, congratulations. Good for you. You're a day one supporter. Let's hope this actually goes through, because if this <laughs> yeah. does not make it to the opening day... You're in trouble, bro. I mean, even if it did fall through, I think I'd rather have that crest on my calf than, like, say, I don't know, let's make something up, a Manchester United tattoo. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh,
Wait, uh, here's some water, buddy. Here's some water. Let <laughs> burn. Holy fuck. At least you I'm not. Explain to the people why that hurts so much. Uh, no, that's that's big words coming from a team that just signed uh, an aging winger from the much better other London team, Chelsea. Hey, look. At least we didn't have to. Uh, at least Arsenal didn't lose. What was it? Seven-one aggregate to Bayern. I think ours was much worse, actually. Yeah, yours was 10-2, <laughs> so you can shut your mouth. <laughs> yours was 10-2, I think, two times. So. Yeah, it, was, it was bad. It's all just bad. There was that one game. Correct me if I'm mistaken, but the final score was like 8-2. Manchester United beat some small London club. Kyle, do you remember the small London club that was United... This in- too. No, I just remember trying to watch it, and this weirdo with a mustache kept trying to harass me. It's weird. <laughs> Pedo, pedophile. I think he might have been on Epstein's list. Oh, uh, we don't. We're just taking shots at Matt today. What's going on? Speaking of weird mustaches, Portland. Portland made it. <laughs> That's a thing. <laughs> Thank you for segueing back into what we're supposed. That, that was a beautiful segue. <laughs> That one got me. That's Philly. I am sorry, Adam. <laughs> all of us here, we really wanted Philly to win. Although I, 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 I really prefer Philly for Portland. Yeah. So Dre, Dre and I chose Portland, and you know, Dre fist pumped through the, uh, through the, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that might be the lamest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's like, pretty bad. So let's be honest here. You know, Alex and Kyle and I talked about it last week. If Portland did what their game plan was, which is they sit back, they absorb the pressure, and they hit you on the counter. If they're playing their game plan, they are not going to lose. And Philly had no way whatsoever breaking through their defense. They sat back, they absorbed the pressure. But I'm telling you right now, Chara, Diego Chara from Portland is, I <laughs> Is my, the most important player on that Portland squad. He I is. Thought he played for Boston. That's where I was going, man. Diego yeah. Valeri, I think, is who Matt was talking about. Diego Chara. Oh, they, Diego Chara. No, he's right. I, he's really big, dude. He's great on the ice, man. Good defense. Yeah, the really tall guy had his jaw wired shut during the finals. Quick question: Is it hard to eat when your jaws wired? Yeah. You can't eat, man. <laughs> God damn it. Jello and like liquids, dude. To finish it up, because I'm going to hand it over to Dre, but once again, just Portland looked like a team that's just a lot more experienced than their counterpart. And, you know, when you have Sergio, um, I'm sorry, Sergio, Sebastian Blanco, when he's looking like an MVP in this tournament, and I'm telling you right now, between him and Diego Valeri, they are both just absolutely linking up perfectly on that offensive side of the ball. It makes it extremely difficult for me to root against Portland going into the final. But what really hurt was the second Sergio Santos missed that penalty for Philly, it feels like they never bounced back. And by the time they could bounce back, it was just a little too late. Yeah. And so looking at at the brackets leading up to this, what kind of surprised me was that Philly had, in my opinion, beat some more difficult opponents leading up to it. They beat New England. They beat Kansas City. Meanwhile, for uh, Portland to get to this spot, they had to beat, what was it, Cincinnati and... 
NYCFC, uh, which I still am like surprised NYCFC even like snuck into there. But you know, those are two teams that I would say are a little bit worse than the two teams that Philly beat going into there. But it just goes to show that you know Portland is, I guess, the overall stronger team. We mentioned this way back a couple episodes ago. Like, who would be the first player we would choose in our team if we were building like a MLS squad? And I, I pick Valerian. Valeri is one of those consistent role players that year after year, game after game, shows up. And he's showed up this tournament. He showed up in this game. He got an assist. So, you know, when you have a full team like that, like Portland, playing well and, and running in all cylinders, you, you really can't bet against them. So, I mean, my, my I'm looking at this from the other side. Like, I, I chose Philly here to win. Uh, I was going off their hype. Like Dre said, they beat really hard teams to get to where they are. And... Portland went against some easier tier teams. But what really, like, when I knew this was a bad game or it was going downhill for Philly was when they missed that first PK. It's just it's just something you can't do this far in a tournament. You can't miss a kick like that. We even did, like, the goal, it, it went right over the post, I believe. And But to, to play devil's advocate on that, Orlando also missed a penalty, and they and they still got the job done. You know? I, think, I think Philly's mistakes kind of go past that like that's the one i can kind of look past but there were a couple late set pieces that philly just forgot to mark men on and mm-hmm. one of them directly turned into a goal it didn't seem like they even really started applying pressure until it was like around five minutes left in regulation no, it was a, li- a little too late and you know what and it's exactly what i was saying it's, it's i feel like philly hit the pedal way too late it started yeah. hitting those 80th minutes and then it's like then Philly kind of started to really turn it up and that disappointed me I still chose Portland and I'm glad I chose Portland but overall you expected Philly to be a little bit more like pushing the envelope a little bit more during you could have understand around halftime or maybe around one of the hydration breaks but the problem you have here is it, it, they just kept doing the same things over and over and over again. And you made it easy for like for Portland. It made it really easy because all they had to do is just continue doing what they were doing. And, and the mistakes started early, too. Like on that first uh, that first goal, I think it was the Abobasi goal. Uh, Kai Wagner was ball watching, didn't go for it. Didn't, there was no attempt on that ball. Ball watching. Not as fun as bird watching. With a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little quicker paced depending on the team. But before we transition going on to the final, uh, there was a major controversial call around the 86th minute. A goal from Philadelphia was originally, no, it was not originally great. It was called off sides on the field. Mm-hmm. Do you gentlemen believe that that was the correct call? I'm going to start really quickly. I, again, someone who watches the premier league, if you're a toe off sides, you're still off sides. And I agree that that was the correct call. I watched it a couple times and, you know, I just don't, I just don't see it. I, th- I actually think it was offside. If it was a head, an arm, anything, I, I, I may be saying something different here, but it was a foot. His foot was offside. I'll, I'll, I'll say it was a correct call. Uh, it's a hard one. I really wanted them to win. So the entire time I was screaming that the toe doesn't count or whatever, but he, the rules are rules and his foot was over the line. So technically he was offsides, but just a shame. Mm. Listen, at the end of the day, I still never really fully understand or grasp the idea of offsides. I get it. 
if this is to the point where there was blatant advantage for that player, okay. But like, if it's super close, like over, we overanalyze these fucking games now, especially now with replays and everything else way too much. Uh, it's, it, it, it's great because it helps in some blatant scenarios where refs just blow it. But like, if it's something super close, unless it was a crazy advantage where he was like two steps or something in front of him. Okay. But like, you're, you're fucking completely changing the game off a toe. So, and it, and it's, I I look at it like this, the call on the field was offsides and that was very risky from the line judge because when we look back at the replay he was literally offsides by a toe length like not a whole foot a toe so the linesman is basically like i think this is offsides i'm going to have to call this if it was role reverse the rest of the world and i'm not taking against this the mls but the refs are encouraged to let the play go on thank you yes then we go to VAR. Right. I want to. And then we'll review it. I believe that possibly, I believe overall it was the correct call. Because when you do look at it, his toe is off sides. The toe is a part of the body. He's off sides. But I believe if the call on the field was not off sides, they would not have enough evidence to overturn it. And therefore it would have been a counted goal. All I'm saying is, thank God we didn't have any Premier League refs in that game because that would have taken a while. Yeah. <laughs> if it was Premier League, they would have called a red card against the opposition goalie, and David Louise would have conceded a penalty. <laughs> would have had to call up. No, there's no fans. Yeah, some crazy would have. They'd have to call up London. They'd have to be sorry, Arteta. We're giving David Louise a red, but he's not even playing in this game. Yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> We'll have to give him a red. <laughs> David Luiz gets the red card. This isn't even an Arsenal game. <laughs> At the end of the day, hockey just does it better, right? We call a penalty. They let they let him play a little bit, and then we figure the shit out afterwards. Okay. That's so what you're that. saying is, if we allowed MLS players to fight each other, things would be better. Yes. I don't understand why we can't do that. In Every game. sport would be better, really. Be better. Name that. a sport that would not just be better with fighting. Golf. Fifteen seconds golf of great. open fucking brawl. Style shootouts, hockey style fights. Let's do it. I agree. Two parts. I agree with Dre. Get golf more fighting. And then I agree with Alec, not Kyle. I agree with Kyle last week. Bring back old school style MLS penalty kicks. Oh, you run up from midfield and. Yes. That shit was wicked. Yeah. August 11th. Portland, Orlando. 8.30 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Welcome to the fucking show. The MLS back tournament, I think, was a huge success. I think we would probably agree. What are you expecting? As, dude, as Kyle said, if you're not excited about this action, just just there's coffins somewhere that you can just go lay in because this is the best. Dude, you have late winners. You have controversial calls. You have goalies getting red cards. What else do you want from your soccer? And the betting line is split right more now. More fighting. Oh, that is true. We would like more Joe Kelly Fight Club fight styles. Um, yes. Free Joe Kelly. Free Joe Kelly. Easy there, champ. Tell me right now, still my favorite player in all of sports is Joe Kelly because he throws at your head. And then it'll strike you out on three straight fastballs. 
Pies and he'll just say some highly quotable shit on a hot mic. <laughs> but as we break this Go down, on. as we break this down, you really look at it. And I think it comes down to two big things. What game plan is going to win? Is it going to be Portland's defense or is it going to be Orlando's offense? What is going to I wrote down in my notes and I like anytime I watch any soccer game or any sports game in general, the team that has to edit their game plan first is usually the one that is going to suffer. And, you know, there's an old saying that offense wins you games, but defense wins you championships. And I have an extremely gut feeling that, Portland's defense and Portland's experience is going to push them over the line. And I think it's going to be a tight 2 1 victory for Portland. Calling it a Wow. See, I have, I have, I have here both teams are going to score. I actually have, I wrote down 3 2 for Portland, believe it or not. That's just because I'm being a little optimistic here. It's golden, man. But I, listen, it, you're you're entirely correct. What it comes down to is can Portland's defense hold off Nani in that offensive line? And if they can and they can score a couple goals before that, they're golden. I'm honestly expecting a very defensive game just judging off of how both defenses looked in the the semifinals. I think the things that... That's mainly what I'm going to expect. I think this could even go down to uh, PK's. You're expecting a draw? Nice. I like it. Oh, man. Well, I like it. Like it. Not will. Could. I'm not Justin yet. Oh, okay. Then I have to start calling draws in episode 30. Well, after, after next episode, anyone can be Uh, Dre? I am very split between who I want to win and who I actually think will. And I'm on the side that I want Portland to win, but... Orlando's just been so hot that I don't see how you could how you could stop them right now. Drape um, leading purple. I as much as I don't want to pick Orlando, I, I think I'm gonna have to give them the W in this one. Wow. And I would be very happy to lose the point on this one. I don't care, but uh, for the points, I'm picking Orlando. The safe bet is Portland. But you have to continue the Cinderella story. You got to be bold. Justin, you don't live safe. You live dangerously on the edge. It's it, baby. We're on the edge 24-7, 365 now. Orlando's winning this fucking game. So we have one beer. Thinks he's a badass. From the breakdown, it looks like myself, Alex, and Kyle are going to be the ones going with Portland as Justin and Dre are both going with Orlando. If there's... I wanted to, to dive in a little bit deeper. What are some, you know, players who need to step up in this game to kind of get their team over the edge? And Kyle's got his hand up. He's ready to go. What's up, Kyle? So in the Orlando game from this past game, we had uh, Jensen come back, Mueller and uh, Nani was in form. All three of those guys need to stay in form. Everybody who... Uh, made their re-debuts in that game, including uh, Urso, who was a sub in that game, need to prove that they can be where they were before they came off. 
that's going to be the key for Orlando, making sure that whole team is firing like they were before these injuries. Mm. And for Portland, it's going to be much of the same. Char and Valeri are going to have to play spoiler in that back line and hope for mistakes. I really couldn't have said that much better myself. I believe a lot of it is going to be on Nani and Mueller. I really, really do. I think them both being the wingers, apart, like the high-press wingers on that Orlando offense, it's their responsibility to keep that pressure and keep Portland pinned back so they don't have the opportunity to counter, which has been their bread and butter. If Portland gets out on that counter, dude, they're in trouble because Orlando loves to send people forward, and it's up to Nani and Mueller to actually be able to keep that high press up, which keeps them pinned back. And then to split it to the other side, you already said it. It's Diego Chara. I compare him highly to N'Golo Conte from Chelsea. He is a short, central defensive midfielder who has an engine that does not stop. And if Diego Chara is the rock that he's been the entire tournament, Orlando's in trouble because he has been the entire spine of the Portland game plan. And you just saw him running circles around in that semifinals i'm telling you right now if orlando sends too many people forward diego chara is someone who can sniff out the problem and he has hits that outlet pass to diego valeri and then diego valeri is like one of the better central attacking midfielders in the mls he can pick out a pass from 50 yards and that just that's trouble for orlando and that's why i actually do believe portland is going to push over the edge. I agree. I think um, Orlando as a whole team, though, also need to um, really watch some uh, footage of that Philly game and not make those same mistakes, especially, as I mentioned earlier on that Abobasi goal. Whenever you have set pieces versus Portland, you have to make sure you're setting up right. All your guys are marked. Everybody's covered. You cannot let somebody who's just not being watched shoot a screamer in again. Yeah, to me, this this game is almost about like a full team mentality versus a team that plays get it to this guy or get it to these guys. You know, it's and it, it's kind of depends on will the the full team support and the full team collaboration be enough to overcome that you know Mueller and Nani combination. It it really depends on that. So it, it's. I think that Orlando is on such fire that they, they do have a good shot, but it just depends on the day which team shows up to want it more. I mean, you guys have pretty much said it, so it is what it is. I think who needs to step it up or who needs to just be on their game? Portland's defense. It's as simple as that. You cover Nani, you cover that offensive line, and that could be the game. Like Matt says, you can win the champions with B. I'm looking at I'm looking at both both teams. Both teams are undefeated. Both teams have let up. I'm looking at the final scores for all the games right now. Portland's let up maybe two goals to one team. Uh, Orlando hasn't let up anything more than a goal in most of their games. I don't know if anybody knows how truly exciting this game is going to be because I I think it's going to be insane. I think this game's going to be insane. It's going to be very tactical for both teams. If you're not fucking doing anything, or even if you are doing something, watch this fucking game Tuesday night, because this is the game to watch. Like I said, I don't think it's unreasonable to possibly see PKs in the final. I no, I completely agree with you. That'd be awesome. 
my heart and my liver can't con- like they won't last. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Just wait until Tuesday. Oh, boy. It's the anticipation that gets you, man. It's like, you know, fuck me. I got to wait this long. I want the final now. The worst is going to be like sitting at work and just counting down like by the hour. Like in three hours, I'll be at Matt's house watching this game, getting really drunk. I can't wait. Early or you got to call in sick? Now. Alex has already made it clear he's going to come down with the post-game flu for Wednesday. He's not going to be able to show up. Oh, uh, I got I got coronavirus. I can't come in. I'm sorry. I got the Rona. Sorry, I can't come in. Why can't you come in? Didn't you World Cup? No! You do. When you win it, where are you going? Where are you going? I'm going next door. I'm already in Disney World. I'm going next door. Dre has it on point. Nani, now that you've won the championship, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna go next door. <laughs> <laughs> he just like he just like points behind the no interviewer, lies. like look look over there. See that? I'm gonna I'm gonna go over there. And Oprah Winfrey comes out. You get a fast pass. You get a fast pass. Everyone <laughs> gets a fast pass. It's, if you go to Disney World, you don't get a fast pass. You're fucking up. I'm no. sorry. No. It's the only way. It's the only, it's way. The only way. Go to on any of the rides. Oh, I'm you sorry. You want to spend all this money to stand in line? It's the only way. I don't know how I snaked in last year when I went with my family to Galaxy's Edge, uh, but I glitched the system and I got in day one, and that was incredible. Wow. All yeah. Justin. Look at me, I'm Justin. I get nice things. Justin was just texting me all day, dude. The wait's four hours. Dude, the wait's five hours. And then five minutes later, dude, I got in, and I'm sitting here like, what happened? <laughs> Who did you have to blow at Disneyland? Uh, I tell you, you like to know. Nice cute chick oh. out at the entrance of Galaxy's Edge. Shout out to that girl. Oh, did did you at least buy her dinner or something? Come on now. No. Uh, <laughs> I, used to fast, right. I get those meal points or something. You just swipe it. <laughs> have a Mickey Mouse ice cream on me, girl. What's up? What's up? Dippin' Dots. What's up? Yeah, Dippin' Dots sucks, it though. brings us to our final point here. What's pissing you off this week? I have a good one. I'm I'm a little pissed I lost power last week as I was trying to set this house up. But anything else, whatever, man. I don't know anymore. <laughs> You're in a nice short town, though, now. Just letting the good times roll, bro. His Snapchat and his Instagram are full of just fishing. Fishing out, dude. Tell me right now, I wish I lived Justin's life. I'm retired, bro. <laughs> Me, my buddy texted me yesterday or sent me a message on the gram because I posted some stuff and he's like, yo, retirement looks good on you. I was like, oh, dude, I'm excited. Feels, feels good, too. <laughs> you should try it. You should try it. Alex, what do you got? So for me this week, uh, <laughs> it's the IRS. Oh, fuck those guys. <laughs> they, owe, they owe me $10. No, the motherfucking IRS. No, you know what happened? For some fucking reason, the IRS got like one of one of the old addresses that I used to live at. Even though I've never changed my address from here in my location in New Jersey, never changed on my driver's license, like anywhere, anywhere. For some reason, they got a location of an apartment that I lived in for eight months. And they sent my stimulus check there, which since someone lived there, that means it was returned. And they sent my tax return there and all this good stuff. And now that I found out about it, I have to jump through hoops and file all these paperworks and wait a shitload of time to get my address changed in the IRS system. So fuck the IRS. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Sentence. I hope I hope my FBI agent Jerry's listening and he I has questions in the IRS and he can forward my complaint. 
Hashtag taxation is theft. If anybody out there loves the IRS, please write to us because I'd really like to hear your opinions and who hurt you as a child. <laughs> where did he touch you? Show me on the doll. Where, where on the doll, Justin? Point to the doll. Kyle, <laughs> <laughs> right, what's pissing you off? Oh, what do you got? Well, I could go with the whole Willian thing and Arsenal, but I don't think we have time for that. No, we don't. So I'm going to just go with. Um, being an RB Leipzig fan and watching Timo Werner sit on the bench for Chelsea has been one of the most excruciatingly painful experiences of my entire life. Knowing that Leipzig still has Champions League to play in a couple yeah, days, that's it just crazy fucking fun. hurts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Matthew, is that a Louis Vuitton style design t shirt? What do you got there, buddy? Uh, actually, so it's my buddy's band. Uh, they took their logo and integrated it into the like Louis Vuitton thing. Uh, it's a great, but that's okay. Go on. I smell a lawsuit. Shout, <laughs> shout out great. to life. Shout out to life itself. Life itself, man. My buddy Joe, drummer from Life Itself, dude. Like the shirt is fire, dude. Like they actually, it's an actual like the champions shirt, so it's like dumb good quality, and like I just fucking love it. I like Spence, but. What's pissing me off this week is I'm going to just keep it simple. Like I'm missing the damn gym now more than ever. And Ooh, like true. I work 10 hours a day, 11 hours a day, but I just still miss going to the gym at like four 30 in the morning. Cause it's just like, I just miss the fucking gym and that's it. I miss the gym. That's it. Do you know what I call four 30 in the morning? I call that bedtime. <laughs> Change of plans for episode 29. Instead of talking about the final, we're going to do an in-depth expose on why Matt is like this and why he thinks waking up at 4.30 in the morning is fun. Uh, no, my favorite are getting the text I, at 5. We're going to have psychologists on hand for that episode. It's going to be a fun. It's going to be a good time. Oh, here's a question. Matt, do you drink coffee or anything in the morning? Duh. I think I go through like four cups of coffee a day. Yes. I was waiting for his inner psychopath to show up. Like, no, no caffeine. Being tired is the best part. Uh, uh, <laughs> want to know what's even crazier i wake up at 5 a.m and i haven't had a cup of coffee my whole life there's something seriously what is wrong, wrong with both you know, of that, you i don't know i don't know i, <laughs> I, don't know. I like a- i straight up go into work and i'm like i put a mark on my coffee cup i'm like don't talk to me until it gets here <laughs> this spot it's funny enough i'm just automatically up early because i haven't had a full night's sleep since i was like 10 years old since now matt you realize that's an choice you could do that now no when your body doesn't allow you to sleep you just don't sleep my no, body you has- sleep past that i've been no. there you just sleep you past that fucking snooze button you, you need drugs sir you need the first drugs. couple times is gonna suck but you just sleep past it dre what's pissing you off so we can finish this oh, off fuck. all right i'm gonna need a swig right. of beer for this one we, we've reached that we've reached that point in the episode oh boy well, let me finish off my mimosa to listen to this show so on this week's uh, Farmer's Market On this market week's minute, update from the Farmer's Market. Endless fun for the whole family. You can get it all. Get it fresh. Get it homegrown. Get it green at Farmer's Market. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. All right, He's so where did, where, did we, update. where did we leave off last? I believe it was they team went bankrupt. Team got game. bankrupt. They, releg- they got relegated to the third tier of Ukrainian soccer. They which lost I'm like, their ball like, and they Oh, they have it. a third tier. They lost the ball. There was a scary dog. They didn't go get it. So <laughs> it was all that. So here's the latest update, right? 
So this team's been around since like the 1960s, I believe. It was like 61, 62 that they were formed. And they've had the same exact logo crest on the jerseys since 1960, whatever. They recently changed their logo to some like something that looks like a 13-year-old made in Photoshop. It was a little like it's kept the same, you know, green and white colors, but it looks like literally like a 10-year-old in Photoshop made this. They officially legally transferred the old logo and crest to the official supporters group of the team. And then I'm like, that's just weird. So I see all this on Instagram. I'm reading through the comments and I found a pretty interesting conspiracy theory that now I'm like, oh crap, this could be a thing. So what what the guy said in the comments was what they're probably doing is the current team changed their logo, sold that the old logo off, transferred the rights to the uh, supporters club. Then this team is going to dissolve. A new team is going to come back with like reform with the same name and then the supporters club is going to sell the logo back to the reform team and they're going to try to join into the first tier again yeah that actually and i'm over here like homie what is going on i'm hella confused i just don't want the legacy and the love i have for this team to just like fucking disappear into nothing i i have i have one question Can yeah you just buy the team no 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 that's that's on next week's episode Justin. oh okay if they can't afford a ball, where the fuck did they get a computer and or a copy of Photoshop to make a That logo? was my question, dude. Yeah, honestly? He's got he's over here, oh, some he has the same logo since 1960, and they can't afford balls or nets in the same game. So oh, that means to me that when you, like, get traded from this team, you give your jersey back, and then they give your sweat-covered jerseys to the next player. It's kind of like those hideous pennies that nobody wanted yeah. to wear in gym class. Yeah. Say, right? saying, photo, saying Photoshop two, is, is very strong language. It was more like, do you guys remember when there was word art in like in Microsoft? There's the word art you could do. It was, it's kind of like that. Implying that they have enough money to get a computer, Dre. Do you think the guy that made that new logo is the same guy that made the Chicago Fire logo? Oh boy, that's a new conspiracy <laughs> altogether. I can't, I can't do so, it. So that's the conspiracy <laughs> theory. I'm just over here like, don't fuck my club up. I just want. Bye guys. Anyway, that's all that. <laughs> I'm gonna need more beer. Justin, close this up before I have like. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear the disarray and disappointment and depression of a German uh, fucking Ukrainian Ukrainian whatever league that he he sponsors, it's uh, welcome to the Bundesliga. Check them out. Uh, And uh, from all of us here, as always, keep drinking, keep bantering soccer. Stay classy. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Post and Pints. If you want to join in on the conversation or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, that's at Post and Pints Podcast. And remember, the banter is free, but the beer is not included. Drink responsibly.